On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks get a win in Houston against the Rockets without Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. The Mavericks are playing team ball, and I'll tell you why. This team is believing in Jason Kidd. We'll talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. believe you shouldn't be here and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick angstead media member and nba channel manager for the lockdown podcast network thanks for making lockdown maps your first listen every single day remember lockdown maps is free and available on all platforms including youtube where you're watching us right now you can still see got the dirk Nowitzki stuff still up still still glowing from that night it was an incredible night but tonight we're talking about the Dallas Mavericks of now, not the Dallas Mavericks of the past. Mavericks get a win 130 to 106 against the Houston Rockets. No Luka Doncic out with ankle, leg situation, all that that he's dealing with. KP still out with health and safety protocols. Jason Kidd, the head coach, out because of health and safety protocols. The Mavericks missing three, their, their big three, I guess, if you want to put it that way, and head coach and the two-star players. So... The Mavericks, though, get a big win. Sean Sweeney steps in for Jason Kidd as the head coach. And stepping in for Luka and KP, everybody. Everybody in this game stepped up in their own certain way. You'd think, okay, well, Luka's out. Mavericks have been playing a certain way, and KP is out as well. Okay, that means Jalen Brunson must have really stepped up and scored a million buckets. Brunson finished with 15 points. He was 7-11 from the field. He did have 10 assists, so he did step up, but in a different way. He didn't just ISO it out and score and just take over. This Mavericks team is playing in a different way. And I've heard some things from players after games. And Tim Hardaway Jr. kind of continued to confirm what we've been hearing. Is that this team believes in Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd not even on the bench. Not even there. Not even in Houston. And Tim Hardaway Jr. credits Jason Kidd with this win. (laughs) He credited Jason Kidd for how he's been able to coach up this team the messages he's been preaching. This is from this is from Tim Hardaway Jr. Asked, you know, when when crediting who gets the credit for this win against the Rockets, he said, I think it starts with the head coach. Jason Kidd has been preaching to us to play the right way, play with energy, compete on both ends of the floor, and have fun. We wanted to step up and go out there and play hard. That's what they did. That's what they did out there. <laughs> the Mavericks finished the game with 34 assists. Tim Hardaway Jr., was, as he was walking off after he said that quote, as he was walking off from his post-game media availability, he said, we should add 40 assists. Should add a bunch of assists in this game. Mavericks, 34 assists on 40, 49 made shots. It's pretty good. 34 assists has got to be some kind of record for this team. I'm going to see if I can look that up while I'm talking here. But, yeah, in, in a lot for this team, basically. They're playing with they're playing with some, a little bit more pace. They're playing and obviously playing against this Rockets team. The Rockets are third in pace in the NBA, which is basically how many possessions per game you have. The Rockets play fast. This Rockets team is is young. They're inexperienced. They're fun in certain ways. They were throwing down some dunks. They were doing some stuff. They're getting some huge blocks in this game. They have these like wow factor plays. This young Rockets team does. And honestly, this Rockets team is more talented than the than the Mavericks roster that was out there tonight. I'll say that Jalen Green out there, Josh Christopher, those guys are really talented guys. But they're really young. And this veteran savvy Mavs team, I guess, if you want to compare the two, right? We've we've said forever, the Mavs need vets. The Mavs need vets. All of a sudden, some of these guys are starting to look like vets. Dorian Vinny Smith starting to look like a vet. Maxi Kleba 
Incredible defense from Maxi Kleba the last couple of days here. Jalen Brunson looking like a vet. Reggie Bullock. My guy. My guy, Reggie Bullock. I have to apologize that you felt that he should have played more. <laughs> you knew that was coming. Uh, was the recipient of a lot of that team basketball. He was open. He was getting some wide open threes, and he hit him. He was 5 of 9 from 3 in this game. Scored 15 points himself. This team sharing the ball around. They're spinning around. Sean Sweeney, after the game, said a quote that I found very interesting. And I'm always curious when assistant coaches get to talk because they usually share a little bit more than the head coach. The head coach knows, like Jason Kidd at this point, he's done enough of these pressers, and he's done some in his past as a head coach as well. He knows enough to a point where he's like, okay, uh, I know what I want to share, and I know what I don't want to share. <laughs> right? Like, I, I know what I don't want to share to these people, and I know what I do want to share. But assistant coaches sometimes come out and say, a little bit more. They'll, they'll share a little bit more. They'll, they'll, they'll say something like, oh, I didn't think about not saying that. And this was this is an innocuous quote, but I thought it was interesting from Sean Sweeney. He said, you know, Coach Kidd has been preaching, playing unselfishly, not anything different. We had 30, 34 assists tonight, and no one on the team took over 11 shots. They spread it around. They shared it. They shared the ball. No one had more than 11 shots. I found that a very interesting quote. Now, a lot of times when we talk about how the team plays without Luca, some people will jump in the comments, they'll jump on Twitter, they'll jump in Reddit and say, well, how can you guys say that the Mavs play better without Luca?" It's not what we're saying, right? I think I've said this a lot. The Mavs without Luca play with a fluidity on offense. It's not better. It's not necessarily more efficient. Now, in this game it was because the Mavericks were 17 of 38 from three. When that happens, you're, you're going to be as efficient as hell <laughs> if you're going to shoot that well from three. But the Mavs play with more fluidity. They share the ball more. Guys step up a little bit more. They they feel the urgency. Luca's not out there. He can't bail us out at the end of a possession. We can't just sit there during a whole possession while Luca just ISOs and you know hits a you know a step back three, hits the double banger, right? We can't just do that. We can't sit on our laurels and just wait for an open three-point shot and just dread if it's gonna come to me because I may miss a three, right? It's 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 now turning the corner for this team. They're hitting their threes. The guys that need to hit their threes are Maxi, two of four. Reggie Bullock, 5 of 9. Tim Hardaway Jr., 5 of 10. These guys hitting their threes. Those are the guys that need to, that really need to, that are going to be in the main rotation. They're sharing the ball. They believe in Jason Kidd. And I know coming into it, I had my doubts about Jason Kidd. Still kind of do, but had my doubts about Jason Kidd as a coach. Put away put away all the other stuff you know, off the court and the way he left other teams and, and things like that. Just as just as a basketball coach. As, as a basketball player. As a, as a basketball coach. I had my doubts about Jason Kidd. What I do not doubt right now about Jason Kidd is that this team believes in him. And I do not doubt that this Mavericks team, which is about the same roster as it's been the last three years, believes in what Jason Kidd is doing. For all the talk about, well, Jason Kidd is a respected coach around the league. LeBron James wanted him to be the coach. Damian Lillard wanted him to be his coach. It's turned out to be pretty dang true that players respect Jason Kidd. Players respect what Jason Kidd says. They're listening to him. And I'm not sure how much what Rick Carlisle was preaching and saying at the end of his tenure fell on deaf ears. But it's a pretty drastic difference, I think, this team and the team that we saw last with Rick Carlisle. They get excited. They get excited for, you know, things that happen. They get excited for moments. Sean Sweeney getting doused with water felt, felt a lot. To, Sean Sweeney, after he won his first game as an interim head coach tonight, Goes back in the locker room and the team douses him with water. You can see it on the Mavs Twitter, probably Instagram as well. 
They douse him with water bottles and they're running up to him. They're screaming. They're screaming, excited for him. Brad Townsend asks Jalen Brunson after it, explain, why did you guys do that? And he said, well, it was his first win. And Brad asked him to elaborate a little bit more. <laughs> Josh Green, who was sitting right next to Jalen Brunson during his, his uh, post-game media availability, elbowed him and was like, tell him why. Like, explain. Like, talk about it. It was kind of funny. He said, Sean's going to downplay it. That's just the way he is. But this is a big deal for him. It's a big deal for Sean Sweeney to get his first win as an interim head coach in the NBA. 37 years old, young guy, really getting his, you know, his opportunity right now with Jason Kidd out with health and safety protocols. So they're excited for him. They're excited for that. And then it felt a lot like when Jamal Mosley took over for a game for, for Rick Carlisle. I think he was out with well, he was out with that that false positive test, if you remember last year. And they get a win. I can't remember against who. And they just douse him with water. They get excited for him. They're out there. They're like, yeah, Jamal Mosley. And we were thinking, man, this team really believes in, in Jamal Mosley. And that's why one of the reasons why Isaac and I really thought that he was going to be the coach and really rooted for Jamal Mosley as a coach. Now they're bringing Jason Kidd. It seems like they respect him and get excited about him and his staff in, in, uh, you know, in a way that we haven't seen in the past. It's interesting. It's cool that this team is believing in Jason Kidd. And it's going in a different way than a lot of us expected. And there's a, there's a long season. We're about halfway over. There's still a long season to go. And it's first year for Jason Kidd. But by and large, he's got the team believing. He's got the team believing in ball movement. They've been doing it. Even with Luka back recently, they've been, they've been moving the ball. And defense. This Mavericks team, we've seen a lot of stats over the last five games or so. Like, oh, over the last five games, the Mavericks, over the last six games, the Mavericks are first in defensive rating and they're first in all these different stats. Bally Sports throwing up all those stats. People are saying all those stats about the Mavs last five games. How about the whole dang season? <laughs> How about we do that? Mavericks, fifth in defensive rating over the, the entire season right now. They've risen all the way up. They're 21 and 18 right now. They have 107.1 defensive rating, meaning they're allowing 107.1 points per 100 possessions. It's pretty good. That's better than the Utah Jazz, Boston Celtics, Milwaukee Bucks, Miami Heat. The Bulls have fallen off a little bit. Now, the difference between five where the Mavericks are and uh, 11 where the Grizzlies are right now is like point is one point per 100 possessions. So there's a big you can you can fall pretty quick if you have a bad stretch of games, but you can also rise if you have a good stretch of games. That's what the Mavericks have done recently. They've also risen in the standings a little bit. We're seeing this Mavericks team now fifth place. They're, you know, what, four and a half games back from the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies lose the game. The Mavericks gain a little bit. One game ahead of the Denver Nuggets for sixth. This Mavericks team is starting to put it together. Now, Luka Doncic missed this game. Not sure how long he's going to be out. It felt like one of those games they could maybe get away with. I'm fascinated to see what's going to happen on Sunday. The Mavericks play um, the Bulls on Sunday. Right? Yeah, Mavericks play Bulls on Sunday, 6.30 p.m. start time, Dallas time. And that's home game against the Bulls. That one's going to be interesting. If if Luka comes back, and there's a possibility that KP comes back. I won't say definite, but there's a possibility. If they come back at full strength, it's going to be fascinating to see what this team is able to do. Because they've started to play defense. They, they've, they've, they've really bought into this. They're, they're moving the ball around. KP was moving the ball around for sure. To put it all together, can they play defense? The conversation Isaac and I had yesterday briefly. Can they play the defense that they've been playing with, with all of Luka, Brunson, and Chris Porzingis on the court? That's what, we're, that's what we need to see. That's what we need to see from this team. And if they try to throw Hardaway in there, it doesn't seem like it's possible. But 
I don't know, man. <laughs> they're they're believing. I don't know, guys. They're believing in this team. They're believing in themselves. They're believing in what they can do. There is a level of confidence in this team where at the beginning I started to talk about how this team feels. They're fe- they feel like they're veterans out there. And against this Rockets team, they were. But you're starting to see these guys have more confidence in themselves. And I have to wonder if it's something that you know Reggie Bullock said earlier in the season. Jason Kidd believes in us. Jason Kidd has, you know, shooters believing in themselves. You're a shooter, you shoot. You keep shooting. You shoot through it. Believe in your shot. Believe in your abilities. And that's what they're doing. They're they're trust Jason Kidd. So however you feel about Jason Kidd as a coach, and you guys know I had my reservations, this team is believing in him. Absolutely. Coming up, I want to get into a couple things from this game. There's some big things that stand out. Um, Namely, the second leading scorer in the game for the Mavericks, Josh Green, the pseudo rookie. It was uh, 17 points in this game, a career high for him. We'll get into that. We'll talk about him. And then we'll talk about. The Rockets new food item at their stadium. Is appalling. It's awful. It's terrible. I cannot believe they would put this out there. And uh, I saw, I know somebody firsthand that had one. The uh, the Fruit Loop Mac and Cheese Hot Dog. Jackson Gatlin had one, host Locked on Rockets. And I'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you his experience that he told me. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. It's a protein bar. Tastes like a candy bar. They're absolutely delicious. So I eat one all the time. And right now, Ruby Chocolate Lemon Dip Cheesecake are the new flavors that they're pushing right now. And those bars are really good. Not super big fan of Ruby Chocolate, but I did like this bar. Coconut Brownie Chunks, still the best one. Absolutely great. 150 calories, 15 grams of protein, 7 grams of sugar. In a bar, honestly, that there's not many candy bars I would pick ahead of this. And it's a protein bar. So go check it out. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You get 15% off your next order, no matter what it is. So go check it out. Built.com slash don't just go to built.com, use the promo code locked15, and you can get 15% off your entire order. All kinds of different flavors, too. Coconut almond, raspberry, mint brownie is always a really, really good one. Double chocolate. You can mix, you can do a mixed box to test all the different flavors. You can build your own box. Go check it out. Built.com. Use the promo code locked15. All right. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms. Let's get into Josh Green, because Josh Green was massive in this game. Josh Green, 25 minutes off the bench, 17 points, five boards, two assists, two steals. He hit a three, he hit four of his five free throws. He had some really, really good cuts in this game, which he was finishing. He had some, his two assists were both really, really good passes. One of them in transition to Sterling Brown that was just like, yes, finally, we're seeing a guy in transition, like making a really good pass. That was incredible. Josh Green is Getting his opportunity right now. This is Josh Green's time. And seeing him play tonight made me think of something. That this team needed. All the stuff I said in the first segment about ball movement. Moving it around. Believing in yourself. Feeling like veterans. Like getting confidence. I'm going to say it. This is the big benefit to Luka being out for this long. Is this Mavericks team got to play together. This Mavericks team got to not not rely on Luca. Get to not be bailed out by Luca. They got to play together and got to play. There, there's more minutes and obviously more shots and obviously more, um, you know, ball time. I guess I'll just put it that way. There's more available ball time for everybody to gain some confidence to play 
with each other and all that. And I think that's been a big positive without Luca is that they've been able to basically find themselves without him so that when he does come back, there's some confidence there. So when he does come back against the Warriors, you see Dorian Finney-Smith playing like that. You see, you know, uh, Jalen Brunson still playing his game and the way he's been playing without Luca. Like these guys have that kind of confidence and it doesn't change whether Luca's there or not. He's going to come back and they're going to still have that confidence, but they needed to build it with some reps, right? They need, it's like sending the guy down to the G league, right? The reason why you do that is just give him some reps. The reason why, at the beginning of the season, the Mavericks were killing. Was it the Spurs or a team like that? The Mavs were killing the Spurs. And Jason Kidd left in the starters for a little longer than you normally would as a coach. And he said at the end, they needed to see some success. They needed to see some success shooting the ball. They needed to see some success on offense because the Mavericks offense was awful at that point in the season. And so he left him in there. I think this is what this team is getting right now. They're getting, They're seeing some success without Luka. I think they needed it a little bit. They needed that to have some confidence in themselves because we're starting to see these role players really step up and really be um, positive players and not just be kind of one-trick ponies, right? We're seeing, or whatever you want to say, Reggie Bullock running a little pick and roll, right? Just just do a little bit more, do a little extra. And then when the threes come, you've already had that touch time with the ball. So I think that's been the one big benefit. And I and watching Josh Green made me really think about that, is that it's been a big positive. It's obviously been a positive for him. He's gotten a lot more minutes. He's playing ahead of Sterling Brown right now. He played ahead of Frank Nilakina right now. He's playing, he was like one of the first off the bench. He's the most minutes off the bench because he played in garbage time. But it's been great to see Josh Green. Him and, him and Moses Brown have actually gone in like opposite directions for me. Moses Brown has not looked really great in the minutes that he's been given and Josh Green has looked really good in his minutes. He's passing well. He's moving the ball around. He's, he's you know, cutting. He's moving around a lot. He's, he's, he's like a, you know, Clay Thompson off the ball in the sense that he moves around all the time, and you're just always seeing him move. He's you're seeing him cut. The three point shot is obviously not the same as Clay Thompson at all, like not even close. But it's the movement without the ball. It's one, it's another one of Clay's superpowers, and Josh kind of has that a little bit. So that's been super positive to see Josh Green. 17 points, his career high. He got the uh, podium game, I guess. <laughs> he went out there with Jalen Brunson. I don't even know if he answered a question. I think all the questions were, were pointed at Jalen Brunson, but he was out there with them. Talked about Reggie Bullock a little bit. It's been awesome to see Reggie Bullock finally get his shot, but he also had four assists in this game. It's another ball movement. The Mavs have been moving the ball around. He had some pretty good passes in this game, some dump-offs, things like that. He hit five threes. Finally, we're finally seeing Reggie Bullock hit some threes. Since Reggie Bullock's been back, he's been shooting the ball really, really well. He missed about six games there. And let's see, the last couple of games, he shot three of five, two of four, four of eight, one of five against the Warriors in that win. And then in this game, five of nine. Maybe that's what he needed. Maybe he just needed some time off. <laughs> maybe he just needed a little bit of time off to get that shot set. Or maybe he just needed to... Uh, maybe he got some reps in and got some practice time in, but it's been awesome to see Reggie Bullock finally being the shooter that the Mavs expected him to be and signed him to be. So Josh Green, Reggie Bullock. I mentioned Maxi briefly. Maxi, eight points, 11 boards. He had five fouls, but he had a block shot and a steal. His defense over this last stretch has been, what's the word I'm looking for? Like irreplaceable. His defense has been, like he's the he's the leader on the defensive end for the Mavs. He's the one calling out some stuff. The Mavs have been talking a lot. You can hear them on the broadcast even when they're calling out defensive assignments and things like that. And Maxi has just been there on the back line, just defending. He's been their best rim protector by far. And it's been awesome to see him stand in there. Obviously, he's undersized as a rim protector. 
He's about 6'10", 6'11", but he's really he's really stepping up into that that moment. And it's a, it's been awesome to watch him. It's been awesome to watch him on defense. Um, really take over. He takes over the game on that end, basically. Tim Hardaway Jr. led the team in scoring 19 points off the bench. He had seven assists, too. Talk a lot about Tim Hardaway Jr. passing and how he's not been that good of a passer. But in this game, seven assists. He had that dump off, too, and he had that alley-oop to Marquise Chris that was Oh, man, Marquise Chris threw that ball down. He just absolutely jammed that ball in uh, in the half court. It was awesome. He's he's one of those players that has needed this time without Luka, I think. Tim Hardaway Jr. He's needed that extra ball time a little bit. He's needed to shoot through it, shoot through some of his struggles. Now, he's not been shooting the ball incredibly well recently, but this game was a really, really good example of what he can do and what he can do for this team. He's like he's like every other shooting like like shooting well, but yeah, since he's been back, five of eleven, two of eight, six of eleven, and then this game he shot five of eleven. So those are all positive games, pretty much for for Tim Hardaway. Uh, Jalen Brunson, I, I've gone this long about talking about him. Fifteen points, ten assists, four boards, only two turnovers, ten assists and two turnovers. The Mavericks are last in the NBA in total turnovers, so they're first, I guess, if you want to put it the positive way. They're first in the NBA in turnovers per game. They had 14 tonight, which is a little bit higher than normal, but they had some garbage time minutes out there. And, you know, Trey Burke had two, Moses had two, Marquise Chris had two. They had some, they had some in garbage time, but Tim Jalen Brunson to not turn the ball over and to be getting 10 assists and to handle the ball as much as he has is what's made the Mavericks a really good team handling the ball. Him being able to take that from Luka, him being able to take the reins and to not make mistakes like that has been huge, huge for this team. Because you see, there was a moment where the Rockets were starting to creep back in, and it was all because of Mavericks' mistakes. It was like uh, 10 minutes in the second quarter, the, Maver- the, the Rockets started to creep in. They got a 10-0 run at that point, and it was just all Mavs' mistakes, turnovers, fouls, like weird stuff. And the Rockets went on a little bit of a run there. The Mavericks ended up taking it back and getting uh, you know, a run, of the, run for themselves. But huge, absolutely massive. Jalen Brunson getting that double-double. He's been leading this team. He's been one of the leaders on the court as well. I talked about Maxi leading the defense. Brunson has been leading the offense. It's been awesome to see him step up into that. Got to give credit to Dwight Powell. This is, a, this is a Dwight Powell game for sure. He's playing against Christian Wood and then not really any big guys. They don't really have uh, – Sangoon was not playing in this game, and so he didn't really have a lot of other competition. But 15 points for him. He had three offensive boards in his 18 minutes. He's playing still the same rotation minutes that he played – you know, when Luka and KP are in, but he took advantage of them. Those three offensive rebounds were really big. Some of them were in the first quarter and they kept the possession alive. Massive. Good game for good game for Dwight Powell, except for <laughs> the almost hostile act he committed in the second quarter. It's about three, three and a half minutes left. And Dwight Powell gets called for a foul. And then he's standing in the middle of the of, of the lane. The refs walks by him. And the ref like walks into Dwight on accident. And then all of a sudden, the ref looks back at Dwight and thought that he bumped him on purpose because it was kind of with his shoulder, but it was just because Dwight is so much taller than the ref. And so then they went to the review booth on the scores table and they started to review it for a hostile act as if Dwight like walked into him and shoulder checked him. 
It was like, of all people on the Mavericks or on the court or in the NBA, the entire NBA, in the world maybe, would Dwight Powell be the guy that shoulder checks a ref after a call he didn't agree with? Like, it was just such a weird thing. It took so long for them to review it. And obviously they called it, it wasn't a hostile act. And it was funny to announce that to the crowd and to announce it to the broadcast. And Harp goes, turn the camera around. I'll show you a hostile act. Like That was not even close to a hostile act. That was a hilarious moment. Um, oh, before the game, uh, we had, uh, obviously Steven Silas is the coach of the Rockets right now. He was an assistant coach for the Mavericks and you had, uh, before the game, you had Luca going into, um, you had Luca going into, uh, the pregame presser for Steven Silas and said, hi Silas. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Jackson Gatlin sent me that picture. And then, uh, after, during the game, you had Brunson and Silas talking and sharing laughs and, you know, poking fun at each other. And that was really great to see. But there you go. That's the game. But I got to tell you about this. This this product that the Rockets are selling right now, they can't sell a basketball game. So they decided to sell something that I I just I don't understand. I don't understand how you can how you can sell this. Uh, The Rockets. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Let's see if I can get this on here. The Rockets are are sharing a. Let's see. Oh, the Ro- the Rockets are selling this. It's not working for me. Okay, it's not working for me. But the Rockets, you can go look at my Twitter. Go look at Jackson Gatlin's Twitter. The Rockets are, are selling this mac-, mac and cheese bacon Fruit Loop hot dog. So it's a hot dog with like a toasted bun, which looks okay. And then there's mac and cheese on it with bacon. And then there's Fruit Loops on it as well. Like you lost me on the Fruit Loops, right? Everything else works, right? The mac and cheese, the bacon, the hot dog, it's like all savory. And then all of a sudden you throw the sweet in there with the Fruit Loops. But the thing that gets me, if you're watching this on, if you're watching this on, um, if you're looking at the, the picture right now, the one that Jackson got just has no cheese on it. You're like, what am I even looking at? These noodles are just dry noodles. How am I gonna eat this hot dog? Where is the moisture coming from? Is it? It's literally only coming from the hot dog, and then I guess some of the grease from the bacon. It just looks like a dry mess. Just looks like a dry, gross mess. Uh, Jackson tweeted out his uh, his thoughts on it. Bun three out of ten. Hot dog seven out of ten. Macaroni and he said redacted because there wasn't any cheese on it. Zero out of ten. Bacon five out of ten. Fruit Loops eight out of ten. I guess Fruit Loops are Fruit Loops. It's it's what you get. He said 4.6 out of 10 overall. He said, I bet with cheese, it's a lot better. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure with cheese, it's a lot better because the picture even that the Rockets tweeted out does not look that much better than the one Jackson got. There's a little bit more cheese on there. It's just a more close-up picture, though. Disgusting. Let me know in the comments. Would you eat this? Would you try the macaroni and cheese bacon Fruit Loop hot dog? Would you try that? So let us know in the comments or on Twitter if you would eat it. Go check it out at Jackson Gatlin's Twitter account. But there you go. Mavericks get the win. The Mavericks right now are on a uh, five-game winning streak. Could have been seven if Shemezi Metu's three didn't go in. But they're 21-8. and eight. They're fifth in the Western Conference now. They're starting to feel good. They got the game against the, the Bulls. If the Mavericks win that game against the Bulls, let's say Luka and KP come back and they win that game, that's incredible. That's an incredible stretch for the Mavericks. So, Hopefully they get that one. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Re, uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Like it. Subscribe on the YouTube channel. Appreciate everybody jumping in and supporting the show. And uh, we'll be back on sun, on Monday night. Sunday night, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs.